G'day Novacastrians, and welcome to the inaugural ear-popping episode of Keep It Local, where Henderson Advocacy uncovers the raw energy behind the businesses you know and love. From the Pasha Bulka storms to the store development and everything in between, we are your local area experts. Connecting with the faces behind the brands, the people making your morning coffee, and those foundational business people underpinning our local economy, our aim is to illustrate these incredible local businesses, discuss their triumphs and touch on their struggles and help you get to know them on a personal level. And today is no different. This week's guest is an absolute ripper. Having its origins way back in the 1990s, this Novo business has quite the history. Having served over 1.5 million customers since it all began, it's safe to say that almost every Newey local has tasted that sweet black nectar it has to offer. Headed up by our two guests today, the Three Monkeys Cafe is a hard one to miss. Being situated within the cafe capital of Newcastle on Derby Street definitely has its perks. Almost everyone traveling to the CBD will drive past its red palette on a daily basis and dropping in for a takeaway or an incredible brekkie or lunch, it's hard to pass up. In fact, I've spent many a day working from home out in the courtyard in the rear. And today I'm really excited to bring you guys an episode where we interview Ant and Nick from the Three Monkeys Cafe. Thanks for joining us today, Ant. Really, uh, really appreciate uh, you coming onto the podcast, the, the very first podcast that we're going to do as part of Keep It Local in Newcastle. So, Ant, mate, I might uh, I might start with um, with obviously the business that um, that you've created, the Three Monkeys. Tell us a little bit about the the origins of how it all started for you. Thanks, Matt. Um, mate, the business started well. It started about twenty one years ago. I took over in 2002 and um, it was one of those things that I was uh, working in the corporate world, um, enjoyed what I did, but uh, I've always wanted to start a cafe. Love my coffee, love my food, love people, just wanted to, you know, it's just it's something I'd always wanted. So I'd been looking around Sydney, places like that, nothing was coming up. I originally from Newcastle, so I was coming up and seeing mum and dad up here and um, weirdly enough, one night I was just chatting to uh, a mate of mine who, whose sister used to own Three Monkeys and I loved this place. It was just, I loved it from the first time I ever came in here, which was probably about a year after she'd uh, taken it over. And um, and he just let me know, he said, oh, look, um, you know, Fleur's looking at selling the monkeys, you know, and I am. Um, I think I was here the next morning about 6.30 in the morning waiting for it to turn up, asking to buy their uh, cafe. No way, mate. That's crazy. And that was 18 years ago almost. Is that right? Mate, 18 years. It'll be the uh, 11th of November. It'll be exactly 18 years. Wow, that's an incredible journey. I mean, there must have been a, a hell of a lot of ups and downs along that uh, along that journey. So, mate, what are, what are some of the highlights that have that has really stand out for you over, over the journey so far? Oh, Matt, look, I, I think the highlights for me are, I can pretty much say, is a, and it's a bit general, but is the people. We've, we've had an incredible amount of people that have come in here, plus an incredible amount of people that have worked here, and that's what I've loved about the business. Like, I, as I said, I, I love all the, you know, the, the coffee and the food and everything else, but I've loved being around just a, an amazing amount of people, and Newcastle is just, you know, it's chock full of just fantastic people 
and it's incredible. We, we've been so lucky, and and for me, it's a you know, it sounds very uh, I don't know uh, trite or whatever, but it's um, I don't feel as I've ever really had to work here. It's I've never had a day where I haven't enjoyed it. Well, they say you know you know if you if you're working in your in what you're passionate about, you never have to work a day in your life. So oh, it's so true. It sounds so like true. you've uh, you've found the uh, found the sweet spot. So, mate. Right now, we're actually sitting in your uh, in your cafe, and we've got a hell of a lot of red around us. Um, we're sitting in uh, one of the one of the one of the older style terraces in Derby Street, and there's actually a row of these terraces, aren't there? Where we've got a whole lot of businesses to your left and to your right. Yep. Um, we were just talking before we um, before we turn the mics on that there you've seen a lot of businesses come and go over the years. So I wanted to say, like, it, would you say that you're one of the uh, one of the longest standing cafes in uh, in Derby Street? Oh, mate, absolutely. There's uh, there's been I couldn't even tell you how many uh, cafes have come and gone in the uh, 18 years I've been here. Um, I mean, Goldbergs are the only ones that, and they were there before us. So I think they've been around for about 25 years, mm-hmm. but they've had probably three or four owners whilst I've been here. So yeah, we're we're now the the longest standing. Uh, well, I'm probably the longest standing uh, owner of a cafe here, and Goldberg's the longest standing uh, cafe. Yeah, right, right. And of course, you've uh, you've recently, or I say recently, but in the last couple of years, you've brought on a business partner in in Nick, which we'll speak to a little bit later on. So, mate, how's uh, how's that journey gone with um, you know having someone in your back pocket? Mate, fantastic. Mm. It's uh, he's sitting over there with a smile on his face. <laughs> Yeah, one of Nick's favourite things is being spoken about, but no, it's been unreal. He's, um, you know, as uh, I'm you know, getting a little bit older, but you know, the hospitality industry uh, and, and this place in particular is full on. And, it, um, and Nick's come in, we've, uh, I think Nick started about eight or nine years ago and sort of worked his way up, you know, became manager and, you know, he and I get on fantastically well. And it was about three years ago, he sort of mentioned that he'd like to buy in if the chairs came up. And I, I sort of threw it and said, yeah, yeah, no worries. Didn't think much more of it. And then um, about two years ago, he said, right, I'm ready. And I, it worked out perfectly. Like he's come in, you know, and he was fantastic before, but his enthusiasm and his knowledge and just, you know, love of people. And, and the two of us still get on really well, which is, unusually in a partnership yeah oh mate that's uh that sounds like a good partnership and you're doing pretty well together so far from the from the outside <laughs> looking in um so i guess um I, through some of the research i've actually done on you guys um i heard a lot heard about a little mishap you had uh a couple of months ago with uh the coffee machine <laughs> so mate tell me tell me what happened and uh and how you got through the other side Mate, it was just one of those days, everything was going beautifully, we, the cafe was full, uh, we were pumping out the coffees, and then we noticed you know, a little bit of smoke coming out of the machine, didn't think anything of it, just thought it was steam or, you know, didn't seem anything too bad. That was followed by flames, and that's when we realised that, you know, there was a bit of trouble going on. Oh, no. So we, uh, yeah, it was, uh, oh, mate, it was unbelievable, I've never seen it in... The whole time, I mean, all the years I've worked making coffee, I've never ever seen it. And uh, yeah, so there were flames coming up. There was we had to get everyone out. Got the fire extinguisher. <laughs> it looked like it just snowed in here. We we covered the whole place. We we're trying to we we're trying to go lightly with the fire extinguisher, and then we just let it rip. And uh, <laughs> yeah, 
So it looked like, you know, a bit like parachute we were talking about before. <laughs> yeah, wow, wow. So were you able to, to get back up and running that day or was it, a, you know, a little bit of lag time before you were be able to open the doors again? We, we had to shut mainly because the whole place was covered in chemical. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the, but I tell you what, one of, the, one of the great things we got from that was um, we put a post up about it and within an hour or two, we had a number of other cafes uh, give us a call and offer their or offer their you know spare coffee machines. Uh, we had uh, Glitch Coffee came up and said you know uh, have a machine. We had um, the uh, Happy Wombat. We had Autumn Rooms next door. So much help, and within you know such a short space of time, everyone was offering the help. It was you know typically in Newcastle, but uh, yeah, it was a, out of, out of the depths of despair. We uh, it was quite a nice uh, little side to it. Mate, it sounds like there's a there's a really really great community that you you know you've been a part of in the um, in the cafe scene in Newcastle. You know you've got a, an incredible history behind you, and you've probably been part of that community for so long. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that community. You know you've got all of these different cafes around Newcastle, which um, which are all different, doing their their different uh, take on on uh, you know the morning or the midday meal. So what's it been like, you know, owning a cafe in Newcastle over the last 18 years and, and having that network of other cafes around you were either coming and going? Um, what have you found that's been great about that community and, and, um, and what have you taken from that community to, to bring back to the business? Look, I think the big thing is in Newcastle now, the, the cafe scene has improved and out of sight, like the food, coffee in particular, but the food as well, and the, the style of the cafes, the look, the feel, have been amazing, and it, it's in, like it's improving at a just exponential rate. But I think one of the great things is that, from what I've seen and everyone else I've dealt with in the industry, everyone knows how tough it is in this industry. It's not an easy industry, and so everyone's in there trying to help each other out. There's no one trying to cut you down. There's, you know, I think. Like when we had the uh, the machine catch on fire, like everyone's got each other's back. If we, you know, we, we'll get a call from someone saying, look, we've got a, a chef that's fantastic, but we can't give them enough hours or something like that. Yeah, can you guys use them? Just little things that just to help each other out. And there's a, an awesome, awesome uh, camaraderie, whatever you want to call it, amongst all the cafes, restaurants in Newcastle. Yeah, mate, it sounds like surprising, right? They're all t typically uh, competitors, yet you're all band together when um, when one of you needs a little bit of help. Oh, look, absolutely. And I think the, everyone's sort of, you know, I think the fact that everyone supports each other is half the reason why the Newcastle hospitality industry is so strong. Mm, yeah, for sure. And I did want to touch on, obviously, you know, the last six months have been tough for hospitality Australia-wide. Um, but before we before we get into that, I also wanted to talk to you about um, a little hobby that you've you've come across over the last couple of months um, with a bit of downtime, um, mate. You've started roasting your own coffee. Yeah, look, it's well talking about COVID. It was sort of born from uh, the shutdown where we had uh, obviously a bit of time on our hands, and by just a, a weird coincidence, I ended up chatting with uh, Jamie from Glitch Coffee, and he offered to. Uh, yeah, take me out and get the boys to uh, show me how to roast, which was uh, an incredible experience. And now it's turned into me uh, going out there and roasting every week, roasting our coffee. It's like, I, it's one of those things that uh, I've always wanted to do, but never thought I'd get the chance. 
And now that I'm doing it, absolutely love it. it it's just, and it's awesome having a, a three monkeys blend of our own that we roast, and Nick and I get into it, and uh, all the all the crew working on the machine, everyone gets into it. And, you know, it's just fantastic having something that's our own. Yeah, of course, mate. So tell me a little bit about that blend. Have you, are you able to, um, excuse my, um, I guess my naivety about roasting coffee, but do you get a bit of choice about, you know, where the where you source the beans from and, and how you blend the beans together to create your unique blend? Absolutely. No, we, um, we you start off doing a bit of cupping, so you, you, you're literally getting espresso and from different beans and you start to think, well, you know, I like that one, I like that one. And, and you, do, you do it blind, so you're not really thinking where it comes from or anything like that. And then you, um, you start playing around with it. And then once you pick the beans you like, you start combining them, finding out what, you know, you, you're looking for different things from different beans. You know, one will cut through milk, one will be a great espresso with, you know, and it, all, all the uh, tossy things like you know, fruitiness and, you know, a little, little bit of chocolate on the front and all that sort of thing. But they're the things you're looking for. And then you combine them to hopefully get a great, you know, great coffee. Yeah, and for sure. that's exactly what we were working to find. So tell us about, you know, what you've settled on. How would you describe it? You know, you touched on uh, a lot of, um, you know, fancy words there. How would you describe to a coffee lover what your blend is trying to achieve? Look, the main thing, what I love about great coffee is I love it to have like a dark chocolatey sort of start and then acid and a bit of fruit coming through and then finishing off with you know, a nice sort of caramel flavour. And that, that to me is the ultimate coffee and that's what I look for in a great coffee. So it's obviously, I was probably a little bit biased and that was what I was looking for from the beans we were mucking around with. And I think we've found it. Like I, I think it, to me, it's, um, it's got that beautiful sort of dark chocolate at the front and then you get this fantastic acidity come through and then just at the end, you can just taste that nice caramel. It's, awesome <laughs> i am a little bit biased no mate i can tell you're so animated when you're just talking about that so and i mean i've uh, i've spent many a day you know working from home in, in inverted commas <laughs> um out the back in your your lovely courtyard out there and enjoyed many a coffee of yours so mate you're doing you're definitely doing something right thanks matt so mate let's um let's talk about the last six months for for you guys specifically it's obviously been a really tough time for the hospitality industry the tourism industry um, but we were talking before we turned the mics on about, I guess, your experience through it. And, you know, you've had you've had your ups and downs. But um, overall, I, I think that the conversation was relatively positive. Look, it's, and I, I say this knowing how hard a lot of places have had it. Um, but we, Touchwood, have been particularly lucky. You know, we used that time in the shutdown, you know, as I said, to learn how to uh, roast coffee. Um, we spent a lot of time looking at the business and what we could do to improve it, um, looking at you know, how we can get more retail uh, from the business. Um, so, and I think we've been supported a lot by the government. The government with JobKeeper obviously was, um, you know, without JobKeeper, I think things could have been a lot, or definitely would have been a lot harder. Mm. Um, and I think we've been particularly lucky like that, you know, and I think being in Newcastle, um, we haven't had the the same you know issues that you know Melbourne you know the poor guys down there I don't know how they're coping but we we've managed to get through it as you know for the moment reasonably unscathed and I think people uh, have been so amazing in how they've tried to support the industry you know as soon as we're allowed to have people back in 
people you know were coming from all over and they were happy to wait didn't matter you know they, they were just the, and the, the you know, once again the people of Newcastle were out there supporting the industry and um, you know it, it just made everything like it's been an incredible experience but we're lucky that we are where we are and we've got the fantastic people that we've got mm. mate it's a testament to I think the business you've built over the, the last 18 years I'm sure that there's uh, there's plenty of people in Newcastle that come directly to you for their, their morning caffeine here. <laughs> <laughs> so, and essentially, you know, if, if anyone was walking down Derby Street, in my mind, I'm probably a little bit biased here, but, you know, Three Monkeys really stands out. You've done an incredible job with the branding of the, you know, the business and also um, the cafe itself. Over the last 18 years, you know, for yourself and Nick in the last couple of years, what would you say are the, the couple of standout things that have really helped you guys, um, you know, get a hold of the business or, or really see a lot of growth in the business um, that's, I guess, really pushed you in into the direction that, that you're now in? Look, I think there, there's a lot of things. Um, I think part of it has been the, the strength of Derby Street is for um, the cafes and restaurants has, you know, and it's an incredible street to work on. Um, and I think that, you know, when you look at even the, the retail um, is really strong on Derby Street um, and that brings people in. I think what Nick and I, probably our main strength and the reason why, you know, we um, have you know, kept going the way we're going is because we, we love being around people. And I think that, you know, there's a, a lot of cafes in Newcastle, as I said before, doing amazing coffee, amazing food, and um, yeah, and doing really, really well. And I think our our niche lies in that you know, seriously, we we talk to anybody, yeah, you know, and we you know, and we and we enjoy it. It's uh, it's part of what we do, and um, it's and I think the staff, obviously, the people we hire, and the people we've had working here. Uh, are people that you know um, have that same sort of um, you know yeah the people we've brought into the cafe to work are that same sort of you know the, the people that love being around people and love being in the industry and um, and that's what we expect we you know, we want people to come in who are fun to work with and and great fun with our customers as well yeah mate I, that's so true in you know in this type of industry customer service would be such a large part of of you know your success and, and having worked in in the industry myself in the past like there's nothing greater than uh than seeing someone leave with a smile on their face and you know having had a, a really good experience oh man absolutely and that you know literally with every single customer that walks through the door that's what we're trying to give them is a great experience so they walk out smile on their face and you know then we've done our job Nick, I thought I might now uh, switch the attention to you, mate. Thank you. Um, so, look, I've uh, did a little bit of research about um, all those positive reviews you guys have on uh, on TripAdvisor, yeah. and I mean, there there honestly was not one that uh, that stood out from the crowd. They were all so positive. Thank you. Um, which made me, you know, beg the question: was, Has there ever been a scenario or a situation or or something that uh, that someone's done on social media or, or otherwise? Yeah. Um, and you kind of you've kind of read it and you've gone, what has gone on with these guys? Like, where did they get that from? Definitely, um, yeah, there's definitely one that stood out for me and probably Ant as well. 
I remember um, one day I was here working, and wasn't. I got a, um, a phone call from him saying, oh, how are you looking at the moment? I thought, oh, oh good, I think. And he thought, oh, we've just got this review saying um, about how much time I'd spent looking in the mirror. <laughs> saying that, um, yes, unfortunately, if I'd, um, if I'd stopped looking in the mirror for a few minutes, I might have been able to do some work. Yeah, and that's right. definitely been the one that stuck, I think, and now it's just come a long-running joke. You know, over time with everyone that's come and gone through the cafe, that's just, yeah, yeah definitely right. the funny one that's so, stuck around. So you like checking yourself out in the mirror, is that definitely, right? Definitely, uh, yes. Very <laughs> guilty of that. Done that once or twice. Oh, I wander off. So, mate, what's it been like on, on your side of the fence, you know, working with Nick over the last couple of years and, and being part of a really, really growing business? Yeah. How's no, it all been for you? It's been great. I remember when I first started here about eight and a half years ago, um, I was just I was at uni then and um, just slowly, you know, learning the ways. Um, yeah, and then I really fell in love with the place. And back then we had a really a great manager, Leah. Um, I was actually the last person she hired before she moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just remember, and I remember working with Ant and just thinking, you know, what a great guy he was. And he, he just has so much, you know, to share, so much, you know, talent. And he knows a lot about the business. Um, yeah, and then, um, you know, worked and then I became manager. And then um, a couple of years ago, I brought in and yeah, we became business partners and we still got a great relationship. We work very well together, a great friendship. And yeah, yeah no, I love awesome, it. Mate. So I, it's safe to say you probably haven't looked back. No, definitely not. No. And, you know, everything that's happened, even going through COVID and all those moments, you know, without each other, probably wouldn't have got through them. Yeah, I mean, it takes uh, it takes a really strong team to, to get through the highs oh, and definitely. Lows and, you know, all the guys here, you know, yeah. getting behind us. So, so yeah, tell me a little bit about the team. So, how many um, how many guys have you got on the roster? How many guys are in the kitchen? Um, about 26 all up. 26, yeah. wow. So, we've got, um, in the kitchen, it's, um, you know, we've got the chefs, um, and they're all full-time. And then we've got out here, we've got um, a few girls that are full-time. And then we've got a lot of uni students that uh, work here part time, mm-hmm. but um, it's a great team, you know. Touch wood. Yeah. Yep. Everyone gets along so well. We don't have any of that um, kitchen first floor. It's everyone gets along so well. We're like a you know a little family. Yeah, mate. That's great. That's great. So, mate, I I had to ask um, on your website. You've got a little thing about um, about an occasion my, where a plate was smashed. Yes, definitely my. My first day actually here, I was on my trial and um, it, was a, it was a coffee and I, um, I remember grabbing it from the bar and I just I only had one coffee and I just remember being very nervous and I d- dropped it on a customer, smashed it. He was in a suit, ready to go to work. Oh no. Obviously he wasn't doing that now and it was just as Ant walked in the door too. And I remember him saying to the manager, the, you know, told me now, you know, don't don't hire him he's a a no-go he was dead set against it and then luckily i was able to redeem myself from that yeah mate i remember the first couple of times uh you know i'd go to a either first day on the job or yeah or uh the first weekend and you know you're so nervous um so it's always good to give those new guys a little bit of comfort that, oh, definitely um, that it's all We've easy all sailing. you, you can't do as uh, as bad as i have <laughs> <laughs> well mate look I'm, I'm really conscious of time you guys yeah. have got a, a very uh busy day ahead of you you've i'm sure you've got plenty to do after the shift ends 
So, look, I just wanted to ask one more question yeah. of you before um, before we turn the mics off. And, look, we're in a beautiful place in Newcastle. We're, we're currently sitting on Derby Street. We've got so much... Um, so much culture yeah, just definitely. in that what this one strip of um of newcastle so if there was one thing that that really stands out to you about you know having a business in newcastle and just being part of of such an awesome community yeah. you know being uh being so close to the beaches you have all that that great lifestyle yeah. what what is it that ticks for you about being and, and working and, and owning a business in three monkeys on derby street definitely the people Definitely, you know, um, and the lifestyle we have here, like how could anyone come to, you know, this area and not be happy? You know, you've got the beach up there, you've got Derby Street here, and it's just a great community. Everyone gets along so well. Like we get along so well with our neighbours on each side and, um, you know, the, all the staff and, you know, we know, you know, staff from all the other cafes and all the other retail shops. Yeah, it's just great. You know, you always have everyone's support and everyone, you know, is friends. You know, we have people come in here, have breakfast, we go to other cafes. You know, it's just sharing the love. Mate, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, Nick mate. and Ant, thank you so much for your time today, guys. I really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day to... Thank you for having us. ...to be a part of the inaugural uh, Keep It Local episode of, uh, of the podcast in Newcastle. Thank you. Thanks, mate. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon.